Hi, I'm Heather, and you're listening to the Holy Hotness Podcast, where we're just striving for holiness even with the world and life being a massive hot mess. I'm really excited that you're here, so let's chat. Hi, everybody. So today we're going to be talking about, let me pull up my notes, because I actually did a lot of research and I don't know if this is going to stay like coherent, but we're going to try. So today we're going to talk about Halloween. We're just like a few days out. My kids are super excited to get tons of candy, which we don't even let them eat. literally let them eat like two pieces of candy on the day of Halloween and then we allow them to have one piece of candy every day after that. Pardon me. Yawning. It's 10 or 9 p.m. I am tired. (laughs) I just recorded a podcast with Rachel Cavanaugh and it was awesome. But anyways, so we um We don't let them have uh, Halloween candy, really. And then after a week or so, they've forgotten to ask for their one piece a day, and then we just throw it all away. And that's how that works. (laughs) But, um, you know, now is the time of year, and we live in the Bible Belt. We live in Louisiana. South Louisiana is super Catholic, but North Louisiana is very Bible Belt and... um, you know, lots of Protestants, there's lots of harvest festivals that happen and fall festivals and people kind of avoid Halloween like it's the plague and some families refuse to do Halloween and some families think Halloween's okay and honestly, I'm not here to tell you what to think. (laughs) I just researched it because I have friends that are in every different pot, you know, Halloween is this day that we glorify the devil and blah, 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 and you should stay away from it. And other people that are like, well, it's All Hallows Eve, meaning it's the eve of a holy day, of Saint's Day. Um, And so I was like, I'm just going to look into it. I'm just going to research. And I started out, I got the book with me. I started out with looking in the Catholic All Year Compendium. Compendium. Um, by Kendra Tierney, and I interviewed her years ago on the podcast um, about liturgical living in this, but honestly, I don't really um, look into this book very often, and I should because it literally goes um, one by one different holy days during the year, and this one is All Hallows' Eve on October 31st. And so, you know, as a Catholic... Um, and even really as a Christian, like, what do we do with this day? Like this day has become this really kind of creepy, spooky day and all the movies just glorify like sacrifice and murder and spooky and, um, gruesome things. And then, you know, we just took my kids to go buy their Halloween costumes, go look for them. And we went into... A spirit Halloween pop-up and my five-year-old had a massive little person panic attack which was terrible but there were like these gruesome disgusting animatronics and you know my son said 
why do we celebrate this day if it's, you know, gross and spooky and stuff like that? And I don't really celebrate, I don't really handle saying, I don't know. So I decided to look it up and uh, here's what we found out. So should Catholics, should Christians participate in Halloween? Here we go. First of all, looked it up. The word Halloween is Scottish and it is a conjunction, a shortening of the phrase all hallow even, literally meaning the all holy evening. You know, like we say, hallowed be thy name. Like we want your name to be revered as holy, you know, in the Our Father. So the all holy evening. And this name dates back to the 18th century. Uh, the English have the phrase all hallows eve. Same meaning. I'm yawning so much. I'm sorry. So both words are just saying that this is the night before All Saints Day. So we celebrate vigils all the time. If you go to Saturday evening mass, you're not celebrating the mass of that day. You're celebrating the vigil mass of the next day, right? We go to Christmas vigil mass, uh, Easter vigil mass. The night before Easter, you begin the celebration of the next day. And so All Saints Day being November 1st is the celebration of the holy men and women that are recognized in the Catholic Church as residing in heaven. And it's um, this three-day celebration of All Hallows' Eve, All Saints' Day, and then All Souls' Day. And so we're called to remember those that are in heaven, basically anybody who has passed from this earth. You know, we're called to pray for the dead. And that's what these days are for. So because this is quite literally the vigil of All Saints Day, um, it's easy to see, okay, this holiday started out as Catholic, right? They would celebrate, they've started celebrating this in this going door to door, collecting treats, carving vegetables into lanterns, all these ancient Celtic traditions, which were associated with the celebration of the harvest. But all this spookier stuff, skulls and skeletons, that wasn't even pagan, guys. It was Catholic. You know, we talk about the term memento mori. And in Latin, that means remember that you must die. And that's been used since the early second century. And that's why there's... um. Oh, one of the saints, St. Francis of Assisi, I think, is like pictured often with a skull in his hand. Like we've decorated with skulls and skeletons since at least the fifth century to remember our death. Because if you're not going to consciously think about the fact that you will die someday, then you're not thinking about eternity. Then why does God matter? Why does heaven matter? Why does any of that? Like if you're just living in this present moment so much so that you're like, oh, I'm never going to die, <laughs> then you don't have this view of eternity like there's any consequence to, their, to your actions, right? So we're called to remember that we're going to die someday. Scrolling back up because I skipped around a little bit. Okay, so the feast day of the 1st of November being All Saints Day, and therefore Halloween, All Hallows' Eve and All Hallows' Eve being the day before, was established by Pope Gregory the Third in 731. Guys, everything I looked up about this being like the pagan Samhain, is that how you say it? Samhain? I don't know how to say that pagan ceremony 
or the Lugasda, which is like the Irish pagan festival named after the god Lu. Um, those, the earliest documentation of those is in the ninth century. So we're talking 200 years possibly before this was established as a feast day. And we've been celebrating All Hallows' Eve. And then we've we've been, during those three days, remembering our death. So you would decorate with the skulls or carve something from the harvest to look like a skull. Things like that. So you also have to remember that the devil is going to take anything and everything good he can find and distort it and twist it and deceive it into being something not good. And you can look at this any way, shape, or form. Water. Water can be the greatest blessing God has given us. It gives us life. Um, it is the mode of our baptism. It is literally the way that Jesus adopts us into his family. But water can also be used as within pagan rituals, it can be used to take someone's life. It can, you know, it's, it's, there's different intents behind it. Same with essential oils. You can use essential oils to just make your house smell good or candles. You can use candles at mass, which is a holy way to use them or to light your home. Or you can use essential oils and candles to worship a false God. You know, there's two different ways. And I've got a little story about all that stuff, which we'll go into because I have literally, literally stared spiritual warfare and evil face to face, um, regarding like paganism and Wiccan witchcraft, all those things. And it's real and anything can be used for good or evil. It's all about our choice and how we're going to use that thing. So we've got this celebration for the god Luke, which had like gatherings with religious ceremonies, um, feasting, matchmaking, and trading. And sometimes people say that that is how Halloween came about. Then you have Samhain, which wasn't even like documented until the 9th or 10th century, which is marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter. So just what we're getting to is when Catholics memorialize the saints and the souls, we talk about ghosts. We're not talking about monsters. We're not talking about anything terrible and horrific. We're talking about the souls of people who have died and gone to heaven, purgatory, or hell, right? So this is why we can interchange the term Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. And so you see a lot of these things, you can actually look back and see like their Catholic roots in them and how they've now been distorted. So let's say like um, vampires who suck people's blood, like because they're trying to get eternal life. Okay, so you've got this being who thinks that drinking blood will give them forever life. It's like, where did that come from? Probably from the precious blood of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, who when you drink the blood of our Savior, you have eternal life. 
And then zombies. What are zombies? Zombies are something that have been raised from the dead. Well, we all hope to be raised from the dead someday if you're a Christian that believes in the resurrection. So the point of all of this is to say there are ways that you can twist and distort things left and right. And honestly, if you choose not to celebrate Halloween, to each their own. But you can't call it a pagan holiday when there's so much evidence to the contrary. There was even, I was looking it up, Jack Chick, the one who made like Chick tracks. They would hand out these tracks um, on Halloween to kids. And I read the whole thing. You can literally go to chick.com and I searched like trick or treat or something like that. And they show you like the little book you can buy. And I read it. And it's like these witches and these cartoons talking, these comic books talking about like how we're going to get the children to like follow Satan. And then in there it says, well, the Catholic church is the whore of Babylon and, and that's what they want us to do. So, you know, celebrate their foolish holidays and you're just reading through it all. And you literally, what he was citing was things that were false information poorly researched things, but done out of a disdain for the Catholic Church. So when these have been circulated since the 1950s, that's why we have this point of view from all these people that this holiday, which let's be honest, there are aspects of Halloween that are unnecessary. Traumatizing a child whenever she walks into a store because of an animatronic something that's like chopping its own head off is a little much. That's not, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the playfully dressing up, going around celebrating, and then the next day solemnly remembering all of our saints, and then the next day remembering our souls in purgatory and heaven. And I think it's always important to remember the perspective at which you're looking at something and the intent behind what you're doing. You know, are we intending to worship the devil by putting my kid in a Paw Patrol costume and going trick-or-treat door-to-door? Like, no. Am I going to go to Mass on November 1st and celebrate the Holy Souls and the Holy Saints in Heaven? Yes. This is my vigil before All Saints Day, you know? And these celebrating of our harvest and um, These little rituals, those don't detract from God. What detracts from God is when you start glorifying things like killers or witches, um, divination, things like that. When you start, God forbid, going into things like Ouija boards or whatever, you know, these are the things that those are the ones that become dangerous. Because the intent is then, I believe that these things have power on their own accord that doesn't come from God, you know, things like that. So it's important that, you know, when the whole world's getting all hyped up about like, oh, is this a pagan holiday? Oh, did Catholics just take this pagan holiday and twist it for themselves? Well, if we did, then like good for us because you took something that was negative. And like I said, it's all about the intent. If you can make something then worshiping God because you feel like the original intent was not worshiping God, then wouldn't that be a good thing? 
But all the evidence points to this was first a Catholic celebration of All Saints and All Souls, and then the Eve before All Saints Day, and not that it was this pagan sacrificial ritual that we tried to adopt. So there's lots of different stuff. You can go to like catholicanswers.com. You can Google about the chick tracks and um, his whole hyssop whore of Babylon thing that he was obsessed with and, um, and just see that these, you have to look at the perspective of the person who's writing this information. Um, you know, does this person hate the Catholic church and that's why they're writing this article? Um, but really, if you go back and you look at the dates, you know, when these pagan rituals were first documented, if you look at when the first All Saints Day was established, like the dates add up and as long as we're raising like our little people to glorify like the good and make sure that they're at church on All Saints Day and, you know, keeping those days holy and remembering the holiness, like not allowing our children to be some like Freddy Krueger murderer for Halloween. Instead, let them be a princess or a butterfly or a Paw Patrol character. There's nothing wrong with that because you're not going against God in the process. So just discern that because you see, especially around here right now, we've just got all these harvest festivals and things because Halloween is so quote unquote dangerous and it doesn't have to be dangerous. It's about the intent um, and it's about the reasoning and honestly, it's about history. (laughs) So go look up the history because that stuff was kind of fascinating, but What, tomorrow, which is when I'm going to post this, is like a solid nine days till Halloween. And I guarantee my kids are counting down. This episode is over, but you can head over to holyhotmess.net and get any of the links or show notes for anything we talked about today. You can also head over to Instagram and find me at Heather Yar. That's Y-A-R-R underscore. So we can chat and be friends. 